Hey everyone, Macy McNeely here. I am one of the leaders here at Guide Culture and one of the hosts of the Good is Cool podcast. I am really excited to share with you today some myths that I see a lot of online, specifically online entrepreneurs believe, and some things that you can do to change the way you think, change your perspective a little bit, to break through and have some awesome success. Before we get started, I wanted to just say thank you so much for coming to my masterclass. If you're listening to this real time, last week I did a masterclass all about more sales, better clients, and faster results without playing the guessing game. We also opened up the doors to 2020 Guide Culture online and in-person sessions. I shared a lot about all the new packages, all the things that come with the new packages, uh, and an opportunity to be a VIP member of Guide Culture, uh, where you are going to get 16 plus weeks of time with us to ensure that you are laser focused on your sales skills. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. All right, let's go ahead and jump in to the episode. So as somebody who works with a lot of online entrepreneurs, and should I say high-level online entrepreneurs, there is kind of a missing piece I feel like I I see consistently uh, throughout the students that come through Guide Culture. And what's really cool is when they leave Guide Culture, they have totally changed mindsets and perspectives and heart about this. And one of the main myths that I see in online entrepreneurs is that online skills is all that you need. Online skills is number one, that that social media is the end all be all. And when I say online skills, I'm talking about, okay, like how can I um, grow my audience? How can I reach different people? How can I use ads? How can I online market? How can I use, like just so obsessed with the online skills that you do need, of course you need to grow an online business. And I know for sure, for sure, That social media, when you are running an online business, it really does, it feels like the end all be all. I too feel the pressure of growing and finding those new people. What I have come to learn uh, over the last three years of, of doing business is that I've learned this very quickly that the numbers on social media do not equal the numbers in your bank account. I learned that so fast. Unless, of course, you are just incredible at converting those numbers. Unless you have all of those people on your social media just knocking down your internet door to work with you. Unless you open up your Instagram and your DMs, your direct messages are flooded with people that are like, OMG, what can I do to work with you. That's a different story. If that is happening to you, honestly, I'm giving you a high five right now in my heart because that is unreal. It's so amazing. That's the dream, right? The dream is that you are purely attracting the people that are perfect for you and they are dying to work with you and they are just so excited to pull out that credit card. If you aren't converting the people that you already have 
that is okay because there is a way to be able to do that and to be able to get focused on how to do that. One thing I just want to just maybe ask you this question, something that you can kind of ponder yourself. Uh, This might be challenging to you, but honestly, if something isn't challenging you, then it's, you know, you need something that's going to make you think twice. And so this is this question I'm about to ask you is probably going to do just that. If you and I say this like with the absolute love in my heart, if you aren't converting the people that you currently have, what exactly makes you feel like that you will convert the new eyes that you get? If you aren't converting the people that are already on your Instagram, let's say you have 500 followers, okay? Hypothetically, 500. Think about the 500 people in one room, all the people that follow you. That is a ton of people. And if all those eyes are on you and they are still walking away and being like, ah, it's not for me, what on earth makes it feel like, oh, well, even if I get 100 more people, it will be different. Honestly, it kind of scares me to think if you were standing in a room with 500 people that follow you and they aren't saying yes to what you have to offer, I would not want 100 more people coming your way because there's there's clearly a missing piece, right? There's something that isn't connecting with people. There's something that isn't making people like, dang, what she said, what he said totally hit me in a certain way. And I know that they have what I need to solve my problem. And so honestly, like it kind of scares me to think about you growing your social media without the offline and communication skills it takes to convert people. It frightens me that the people that I see who have an amazing product, they have amazing things to offer, but they are so laser focused on growing the numbers, thinking that just having a higher number is just going to have people convert. When in reality, you don't need to be focused on that until you know how to sell. And until those sales kind of come effortlessly. Another myth, this wasn't even one on my list here, but another myth is that sales is really slimy. And really that's not true at all. It's actually a very natural thing. People have been selling things since the beginning of time. They've been selling ideas and, you know, different decisions for people. This is a very, very natural thing. In fact, you know, I don't know if you are a believer, but I I am a believer. Whether you believe or not, you can't deny the fact that Jesus Jesus was the greatest salesman of all. He is somebody that loves people and serves people and he tells stories and he guides them into a decision that he knows is best for them. It's all throughout scripture. And so it's from the very beginning of time, sales has been a thing. But over, you know, the years and different types of input that you take in, or maybe you had a bad sales experience, which we all have probably experienced some not so good feeling sales experience. We start to have this, this idea that, gosh, sales is really slimy. And it's, and it's not, it's actually supernatural. It's actually super fun. And it should be relatively easy when you know how to do it. And so when you are really working on converting the people that you already have and really growing those skills to be able to get people to buy into you, then you can focus on really growing your platform. Guys, I am just now, I'm telling you, just now thinking about, okay, I'm 
ready to reach more people. For the last three years, I have done nothing in terms of like online marketing other than writing content and creating content uh, to get more eyes on me. I've done no ads. I've just started doing it. I have not really scaled at all. But now, now I am ready. Now I am armed. I have other people armed. I have a whole team armed, ready to go to be able to effectively communicate with others. And a, a huge way to think about this is like, okay, let's say you're at a party, you're at a little Christmas party. And let's say you have 10 people circled around you, looking at you, trying to have a conversation with you. They are interested in you. They are excited to talk to you, but you on your tippy toes and you're looking all around at the party to see who else is there. Who else is coming in the door? Who else is there that you aren't talking to? And a lot of times, honestly, you don't even know who you're looking for. You're not even looking for a specific person. You're just looking for more people. And of course, that would feel terrible at a party. Everyone's trying to talk to you and you are looking for somebody else. And so that's honestly what it feels like a little bit online. And it's very, I think, I mean, obviously I'm in this industry, so I'm more likely to to be able to notice it. But it can be super obvious that like, hey, this person is like not even interested in speaking to me. They're interested in finding other people and, and not serving the people that they have. But what's so cray cray to me is what people are forgetting is that actually by growing the offline skills and using them online, because that's a thing. To, so when I say offline skills, I mean like true people skills. Because, you know, we're in the people business, right? True people skills to be able to captivate the right people, to be able to control conversations, to be able to have a champion mentality, and to be able to have certainty in your beliefs. Like those core offline skills and taking them online because you absolutely do that naturally, that alone is going to grow your social media. And I just told you like, hey, I haven't really done anything extra other than creating content to to reach people. By no means do I have a massive audience. Let's just be clear about that. The way I have grown it to a point is by really focusing on who I have and converting who I have using my skills, making sure that my clients have the most massive wins. I mean, being so laser focused on their experience, on the content that I'm giving them, on their labs, on their role play, on the coaches, being so focused on the incredible experience that they have. And then naturally, those people, they share and they talk about what guide culture is and why it's been so great for them, which then grows social media. And what's even more amazing about this is that the people that come from stuff like that, the people that come that are like, man, Susie kept talking about guide culture. I got to go see what this is about. They are now a warm audience instantly. They're a warm audience because it was basically a referral. Now, I don't know about you, but I would rather grow low and slow with that warm audience, with people that are waiting for that Instagram story to pop up because they heard that what Macy has is worth it. Now, guys, let me just tell you something really quick. Social media changes every day and my opinion might change tomorrow. (laughs) 
<laughs> Honestly, it's crazy how fast it changes. But right now, like this is the way to do it, in my opinion. Every single time being focused on who I have, converting who I have, and honestly letting them do the marketing for me. This is why also I really love reposting, not every time someone tags me, but but almost every time someone tags me because it's like, hey, this is like credibility, right? In fact, someone told me, um, I had a call with her. Uh, she was taking Guide Culture online. She lived in London and she's just so sweet. And she was like, hey, I just want you to know, like, I didn't really know who you were, but I saw how many times people tagged you in things and I, and she runs an online business and she was like I know how hard it can be to be mentioned like that on Instagram stories and that said a lot to me and no one has ever said that to me other than than her but I just thought that that was so interesting because it's like oh someone else says so besides Macy someone else says that guide culture is worth it besides the person who runs the business right but the only way that people mention you and the only way that people talk about you is by ensuring that their experience is awesome and here at guide culture we have a motto i mean no man left behind if anyone has any sort of problem or question or like you don't know how quick we are making sure that they get what they need because that customer experience is every thing. I really also just want to encourage you to just think about your business as a whole, that online skills, of course, are important and they will be so important at the right time. I think most people who are so laser focused on the online skills, they miss a huge piece. They miss a huge piece and they see just the business and the future and they just need more and more and more when really the perfection of the product, the perfection of your process and the perfection of the customer experience is critical. And the only way to get those customers to have a great experience is to be able to convert them and be so excited to see your business as just like as a part of your life instead of just like, oh, this is just online. Don't be scared to talk about it in person. In fact, you know what's crazy? I was just reflecting not too long ago about the major, major things that have happened in the business. And it's been because of offline experiences. It's been because of a conversation that I've had in person with someone. It's been because I went to a club, I went to a dinner, I went to something and I met someone that was a connection and I was able to really speak effectively about, you know, maybe being a networking opportunity or a warm introduction. It has all been from in-person things that have really moved the business forward. Now, of course, I think people then go online and then they see the credibility and they see like, okay, like, you know, she's been doing this. You know, you want to, the reason that content buildup is so important is because you want someone to fall into your, your stuff and be like, wow, this person has been getting after it for a while. This person has been consistent for a while. This person has been posting blog posts for, I mean, guys, I know for me and my, my girl, Natalie is all on me about this, but she's like, Hey, I don't care if nobody looks at your website, you need to be posting a blog post every single week. Cause one day, mark my words right here. Ed Milet is going to ask me to be on his podcast. I can feel it now. Someone, one of you guys are going to, one of y'all are going to message Ed Milet enough 
to be like, hey, put Macy McNeely on your podcast. And then he's going to go to the, the blog and he's going to be like, man, this girl has been consistent for a long time. And that credibility is important. I'm totally, I'm kidding, but I'm actually not. I will be on his podcast one day. Um, but having those offline experiences to be able to filter people to your online platform and people being, you know, so surprised and so excited to see like, man, this, this person has been going after it. She's legitimate is truly such, such a gift. But you can't have that build up until you start right now, my friends. So that's my first myth that a lot of online entrepreneurs believe is that the online skills are what's most important. When in reality, the offline skills that are put online in a different way, that is going to really polarize you, make you different, make you special. And you're actually going to start converting people. The second myth that I see all the time online entrepreneurs believe, and I have talked about this a lot, but I just want to talk about it in a little bit of a different way right now. It's that sharing is selling. And the way I want to talk about this is for the people who are in MLMs, multi-level marketing, and who are recruiting people. I think what happens here is let's say I am recruiting Jill and I'm like, hey, Jill, like come in this business with me. It's going to be awesome. You know, do my little pitch. And Jill says, hey, I'm not really interested. I'm, I'm not a salesperson. I don't want to be a salesperson. And the person who is recruiting is so quick to say, hey, oh gosh, you know what? Don't worry. It's okay. You don't need to be a salesperson. I'm not a salesperson either. I just share my life on Instagram. You know, you're already using Instagram. You might as well just share your life, share the product, and then sales will come. And that usually calms people down. They're like, okay, I can do that. I'm already sharing on Instagram. I don't have to sell. Like, it'll just happen for me. And then they start and they probably get through their warm market, right? Their friends and their family. And yes, like that absolutely works. And then they get to a cold market. Or then they, you know, they run out of their warm people and sales don't come as easily because that sharing is not enough. It's just not. It's not enough. And they lose traction. They lose momentum. And it's very hard to pick it back up when you lose momentum, especially for somebody who has had this expectation that, hey, I don't even need to sell. It'll just happen for me. And I think so many times, you know, we we have these goals and like we just want to hit them so bad. I, in the exact same way, I have a whole plan for 2020. I know exactly what I want. I know exactly how I plan to get there. And I, I really want it to work, right? I'm sure you are like that as well. With that mentality, we lose sight on the quality of our work and are solely focused on the quantity because a lot of times our goals are, are quantity based. If I were you, if you're in the situation and you're recruiting people, if I were you, I would want two people with the right mentality, with the right heart and with grit and someone that has a strong reason and is willing to do it over time than 50 people that half-heartedly share casually because they don't want to sell. Because at the end of the day, when you just share something, you're just an ambassador of it, right? Like I'm an ambassador of Lululemon. I love Lululemon. I will share in that dressing room all day long about the clothes that I love. Now, I don't make money off of Lulu, of course, and I also am not accountable. Well, this is a totally different topic, but I'll just kind of mention it. I'm not really accountable to talk about Lulu 
really well because I'm not I'm not responsible for making money from Lulu, right? They aren't paying me to talk about something really well. And so I can really casually talk about things and be an ambassador because I'm not held to a certain standard, right? And I think that that sometimes can be a huge problem with multi-level marketing is that, you know, you are not accountable to anybody for a certain amount of sales, right? You are just accountable for yourself. And when you're not accountable and no one's really watching you and really holding you to a certain standard, you can kind of be an ambassador and be somebody who just casually likes something. And so the way I think about it is, you know, if I were to stand, I'm going to use Spanx as an example, because if you know me, you know, I love Sarah Blakely. I love her story. I just love her. I love who she is. So let's talk about Spanx for a minute. If I were to talk about Spanx, the leggings, and I'm wearing them and I'm like, hey guys, like I love these leggings. They made me feel, they made me feel really good. They made me feel sucked in and I love exercising in them. They are sweat proof and they're awesome. So I shared it, you know, because I like it. I shared in terms of, of me. I shared in a very broad way, right? And I shared logically. I'm like, hey, they're they're sweat proof, right? Now, Sarah Blakely, if she were talking about the same leggings, okay, you and I both know that she would be talking very differently. First of all, she's very knowledgeable about the product. She made it specifically. She talks about this all the time, how she made, she has made her product specifically for women with a specific problem. And so she is going to share about these leggings in terms of why it's going to serve someone else. She is going to share in terms of how it's going to solve someone else's problem. She's also going to share specifically. She's probably going to share, hey, like these are the specific material, like why the waistband is what it is, why the fabric is what it is. Why She's going to share specifics and she'll probably share in much more emotional terms because honestly, the product is probably very emotional to her based off just because, you know, I love Sarah and I know a little bit of, you know, why she does what she does. She'll probably share in terms of emotion. Now, who is going to sell more of those Spanx leggings? the salesperson every single time. No doubt, no question, nada. Every time the salesperson, not the ambassador, will sell every single time. And so I just want to encourage you to be super clear and set an expectation, a really strong expectation for your people as you are recruiting that, and obviously you need to run your business the way you are the most comfortable running it. This is just a huge, it's almost like a lie that people believe is that, hey, all I got to do is jump on Instagram and, it, and it'll work. When in reality, it's exhausting doing that. It's not predictable, right? Like you want to be able to know, hey, I need to make X amount of sales and I know exactly how to do it. You don't want to just randomly throw things on Instagram and just cross your fingers and hope that it works. That's what, you know, an ambassador does. A true professional salesperson has a process, has a method, knows how to get people into a decision that really, really serves them well. And they also know to walk away if it's not a good fit. And they know that it's okay to walk away from things because they know exactly how to get what they need. So the two, well, really, I kind of talked about three myths today, didn't I? I talked about how online skills are not all that you need. Actually, offline skills is really what you need to make your online skills strong. We've learned that sales is not slimy. It's actually supernatural and it's been a thing since the beginning of time. And we've learned that sharing is not selling. Selling and knowing how to sell, it is a specific mentality. 
It makes you the expert, makes you the professional, you know what you stand for, and it gives you a wild sense of self-confidence. Thanks so much. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, I would love for you to share a little bit of it and tag me so that I can say thank you and also cheer you on as you are growing your business. Hey, we would love to invite you just to check out our website, guideculture.co, where you can find all the details on 2020 Guide Culture. We are so excited. It is going to be so awesome. Everything is going to be located in our new space in Alpharetta, Georgia. If you have any questions, please message the guide culture on Instagram. Michelle is her name. She hangs out over there and she's awesome in helping you save time to see if it is a good fit for you. Thanks so much, guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.